very excited to have you guys listening today. And today's going to be a little bit of a different vibe because I had the opportunity to be featured on one of my good friends' podcasts, uh, The Creative Variable by Nathan Winnie. So this is a really cool experience. Um, and The Creative Variable focuses on different topics like the advertising industry and honestly just the business industry and how can you get more acclimated when you're going to the workforce or if you're already in a workforce and things become kind of stale. So we had a very good conversation about the creative process. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth and I'm really excited for you guys to listen today. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a different kind of flow. This is a raw, unedited version of the podcast because I want you guys to see what goes into making a podcast and the really cool moments when you see the energy is really high and we're having a good conversation. And then honestly, the funny, awkward moments when, you know, you're trying to get things started and, you know, uh, one person's in Michigan, another person's in Seattle and you have to do stuff virtually. So it's a good process and very exciting and I hope you guys enjoy and message me on Instagram or message me at themillennialwalk at gmail.com and give me some feedback. So hope you enjoy and uh, have a good listen. Hey, what's up, my man? Yo, nothing much, man. It's been a minute. Hey, how you doing? Doing pretty solid, man. Works, works. Yeah. Yeah, me too, man. Long day. Another long day. But hey, we're working. Right? Money's money. Money's money. Yeah, so how are we doing this? Um, I just got you on my iPhone right now on speaker, and then I can just put it up to the mic. And I did like a practice, other, like a little bit ago, and it was pretty smooth. So, the, yeah, if we yeah, wanted, I need to put on headphones, or is it, so this is fine. Yeah, this is good for me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna click record on my end, and then uh, we'll just run through whatever you want. I'm like, you can just roll with what you got, and I'll answer what you got, and then we're good to go. Fair enough, man. Yeah, happy you're doing this, man. I'm excited. Yeah, thank you so much, man. I mean, look, when we worked together, I I knew that like you wanted to create, I wanted to create, so I'm happy to uh, jump in and start helping create and doing whatever we can do. You know, I I love what you've been doing, so I'm ready to jump in and help out. Yeah, man, make make waves, man. That's all. What it is, that's what it's all about. You're right. You're right, man. And it's like if you just keep at it for enough, like enough time, you're gonna be in a really good spot. Right. All right, man. I don't know if you want to just like whatever you want to do. It's all it's your show, big man. I'm on your. I'm just. Oh, here. are we recording now? Are we going for it? No, I mean whatever you want to do. You just let me know. I'm down forever, man. Just have a, a conversation. I definitely want to. Uh, content's a big thing, right? So I want to talk about content. Um, yeah, I think that that's going to be a, a media enough thing. Just because content's hard, dude. It is. Everybody can't do it, and even the people that do do it, it's hard to keep at it. So it is, man. It definitely is. I mean, if you, I got a lot of stuff about that. I mean, I've been trying to do it for a while. I've been telling myself I've been wanting to do it for a long time. I mean, when I was like in my senior year of high school, which was fucking six years ago, five years ago, I was telling myself, man, I should probably create some content. Like, I should probably, like, make a podcast or, like, do a YouTube channel or do something like yeah. that. And that was, like, six years ago, and I haven't done anything. And now, yeah, I'm, you, you know, I was, I was telling you that. And now I'm looking at it like, hey, man, it's now or never, you know. It's, <laughs> it's like, if I don't start now, next thing you know, the next six years are going to fly by, too. Exactly. So that's, that's what's, yeah. Yeah, that's what's difficult, man, you know. it's uh, You want to get in the game, but... 
you you find yourself when you're just like, yo, do I have time to get into the game? <laughs> yeah, like you said, man, busy, tired. Like, there's so much else that I could be doing. You know, I could be doing whatever I wanted to do after my long day of work, but I kind of enjoy doing this. You know, I've I've looked at it where in the last couple of months, especially after buckling down, it's like, man, I get a lot of a lot of joy out of this. So I might as well keep it up. You know, I might as well keep doing it just because it's something that I've been sitting here now for the last couple of hours, just, you know, writing stuff, working on stuff, coming up with ideas. Like, it's been pretty fun. Like, it's a good way for me to uh, to balance in a little bit of fun, but also know that, you know, it, it's work at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, and then I guess for me, man, I, I like that end result, right? When you see when you see your work and it's published and people can view it, and you see your viewership go up, that's I think what's uh, super dope. And I almost said a, a bad word. I don't know what uh, this podcast is about. Oh, you're that's good, man. Me, man. You're good, <laughs> man. Just be you. Yeah, that's that's this the whole thing. I don't really care, man. I just want to like it's all good by me. But um, yeah, I agree, dude. The the whole thing when you create some stuff like it takes a while you know and i think that's the reason why a lot of people don't get into this kind of game is because they you know we are like programmed to have that instant gratification where you know we post something and if we don't immediately get the result that we want you know we're not going to feel very motivated to keep at it and uh you know that's exactly what i think i told myself when i was in high school and starting college was well I don't think anyone's going to watch it. So what's the point? And now, and now I look at it completely different. Like, sure, dude, I'm just going to put as much out there. People might not watch it in 2019, but in 2020, I might get some people to watch it. Like, you know, it's just, you got to put enough out there for people to find value in. And and then maybe from there it can grow. Yeah. And so that's, that's a good question. I actually got that just came to mind. So what best practices have you been doing to keep building content, right? So I find myself uh, having burst, right, where you just content, content, content. You're doing really good for maybe a solid month. But then you hit like a two-week dry spell. Oh, know? yeah, man. I'm telling you. I, it's It happens to me all the time. What what I'll do is I'll get those, you know, like you said, the, those two weeks that are just like crazy and you just have idea after idea and you're publishing and you're putting stuff out there. But what, what I'll, what I'll try to do is just space it out and be pretty strategic about what I'm posting and when I'm posting it. And that helps because I, I could, and what I did is I did get into the habit of like, as soon as I had an idea, I'd go right to the keyboard, type it up and post it because I didn't want to lose it. You know, I didn't want to have the idea and have all these great quotes of things that I could write. And then the next day when I go to write it, it's not exactly right or not exactly how I remember it. But yeah. what I do now is just try to look at it and say, um, I don't know if you follow Gary V at all, but he is, uh, he's got this thing called the reverse content pyramid. So yeah. he'll focus on making one piece of content that's long form, like a podcast or a video, a YouTube video or a blog. And then he'll make little pieces of content, you know, little highlights based off of that long piece. And that's what's helped me in the past, like, two months be super strategic. I look at it as finding one piece of content that I can create that takes 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then finding 10-second, 15-second highlights, and then just post, post, post 
to keep up the uh, engagement and to keep people coming back and seeing the the original post. Yeah, getting that viewership up. Yeah, and I mean that's the way to do it. I don't want to have any friction for people that you know consume content. I mean that's what I do all day long. I use ten different apps. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of them. So like you know I got to post something everywhere because if you know one person might only use Instagram, they might not use Snapchat. So that's why I just choose to post it there, post a 30 second highlight. And if I can get them to go from Instagram to my podcast, then game over. Like they're in, I'm growing that viewership. Yeah. And are, and are you using the same type of content for each app or how are you uh, molding those? Right. Cause Twitter's different than Instagram. Yeah. It has to be, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's something that I'm trying to get into a little bit better is, is like strategically making content for each platform. I've been doing yeah. like a really good job on LinkedIn using their articles, but one thing I want to give you a shout out. Yeah, you're always on there, man. You pop up everywhere. Thank you, man. I try, and I think <laughs> I think that uh, that's a great platform. I mean, that's like one that you can reach a lot of people just because of how it's designed right now. The organic reach of it is crazy, and you can you know you can really hit a lot of people. I mean, I if I post something and it gets ten likes, that's like twelve hundred views. And I mean, you yeah, can't. I, you, I mean, ten likes on Instagram is like twenty views, so yeah. it's pretty crazy if you think about it that way. But like something that you do is you you have like their Instagram page that is just it's really well designed, right? So I'm trying, yeah, yeah, and it's great. And so what I'm trying to do is emulate that kind of um, you know structure. You've been putting a lot of effort into like making that an aesthetically pleasing Instagram page, and that's what I'm trying to do more of. Um, is just be a little bit more strategic with each platform just because you know I go on each platform for a specific reason and each reason is different than the last platform you know yeah okay yeah, yeah man and, and yeah and thanks for the compliment on the Instagram man I feel that's like my that's my go-to even with like trying to do the blog for my website and then now trying to do the podcast I it all like surrounds Instagram yeah that's right market that's that's where I connect with people there. But I need to start using LinkedIn to not only for work but also for that entrepreneurship spirit as well, right? Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it, it's a good, it's a good, um, really good platform to hit like work, but also the entrepreneurial stuff. But like you said, you're like, so I love what you're doing because you got you're spending most of your time on on Instagram, right? I mean, that's where the yeah. so, and I love that because I would like I love when people spend like. 80 or like 70 or 80 percent of their time on one platform because then you know that they're really like dedicated to growing it because sometimes you can get a little burned out right like you can get a little like oh man i'm trying to post stuff here and here and here and i'm not really seeing any increase or any engagement and i think i'm getting a little strung out and uh when you start posting on one specific page like that like the instagram page you can get a lot of really good stuff and that's i think that goes to show what you've been doing yeah man and and it's hard, but, you know, it, it's that grind, but I like it. And, and that's kind of funny, right? It's, it's difficult, but you don't stop because it's fun. Yeah, it's fun, man. It's addicting. It's really fun. I mean, do you think you think that, like, Instagram is, like, a really good spot for, for your target market? I think it is, right? Because uh, I'm focusing on millennials, um, and I'm honestly going through a, a – a, I might switch up my title here soon. I don't know what I'm going to do, but – 
you know, you have Gen Z out there, right? Yep. So Gen Z people, um, I think the oldest people in Gen Z are starting to look at the job force, well, the workforce, right? So I focus on millennials, a little bit of Gen Z, still want to hear their voice, want to hear what they're doing. But that's my target, and that's where I find most of my, uh, I guess, return viewers come from. So that's where I like to focus. I right? like that. I like that a lot. So honestly, idea I had just now, it feels like every single place – I mean, everybody talks about millennials, like, a lot. But I don't really know if there's anything out there that's Gen Z, like you just said. Like, exactly. I've, you know, like, that's a, dude, that could be a huge market. Yeah, and because they're, they're, they're the new up-and-coming or the new uh, world killers, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's legit. That's exactly what people say. That's funny. But once again, nobody is the same. Like, I... I it's cool to be a part of a group and have that kind of ownership, right? Look, you're, you're a millennial, cool, own it. But that shouldn't be used in a negative way, right? Because that doesn't define all of us. And yeah, that's man. Like, that's what I think. I think Gen Z has it the worst, but... They know, do. Thing, which is, that's what happens every year. They do, like, man. I, my, like, my younger brother's about to start college, and his, like, his Gen Z, like, friend group, man, it's crazy. And that's probably just... That's maybe... Part of it has to do with the fact that they're just young and they haven't experienced enough yet to, you know, get up there and start. But like you said, they're starting to uh, look into business and seeing in entrepreneurship as something that's actually interesting. Exactly. So that's, yeah, that's a really, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Right. And I, and I know you see it every day too. Like we, in the workforce, right? Uh, I think uh, we're, we're going on two years now in the workforce post-college. And we see the new kids coming in now. Yeah, right? yeah, it's funny. Like the interns, it's like, man, I feel so old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is, this is year two, and it's just like, okay, now there's other new kids coming into the workforce. You know, I didn't have nothing figured out here, but now yeah. I kind of know what I'm doing. Still stumbling, but I have somewhat of an idea, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's where you, I think, have a really good gift. Is is you got that? Uh, like that mentorship vibe, right? Like that manager mentorship, any sort of like help that you need, you jump in. I noticed that like when we were working together, like having that vibe, like that's a gift, man. Like that is a uh, that is a gift that not many people have, and uh, I think that that's where you can take that account. Is like a hey, like I am here to help. I am, might be one or two years ahead of you in your career, and I want to help you know teach you based on my experiences. You know, tips and tricks, anything, man. There's endless content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I appreciate that, man. And, and that just comes from the mentors I've had in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, being actively involved in college, you know, that was cool because I had this plethora of like, or multiple options of, uh, of uh, mentors to choose from. And uh, I just made a post about Synergy on Instagram where I kind of quoted one of my my business professors, Dr. Carpenter, but she was probably, I'm, I'm not going to say rock, but she was like my anchor almost into wanting to build content, wanting to do more than just work, right? Um, she explained me the concept of uh, making everything work for you, right? So we have uh, uh, our everyday job, we have our personal life, and then we have what we want to do entrepreneurship-wise, you know, our, our, our side aspirations, if we kind of send like center all of them and all of them are at one point, you know, it's just going to work for itself because no matter what you do, you will be doing 
a little bit of everything, right? You'll be living your personal life, you'll be getting your work done, and you'll be fulfilling that entrepreneurship. I like that a lot, man. That's awesome. Dude, yeah, and that, having that is like, it is exponential. It's amazing for your career. Just because... I'm still not there, but working for it. Yeah, like you said, man, it's working every single day to get there. Like, that's how it goes. And, uh, you know, it's hard work, but it is going to be worth it. Like, you're going to look back at this time and say, man, I am so glad. Like, it is, that's how I look at it. It's like every single time I get, like, in a slump or there's no sort of uh, creative juices flowing... I just look at it as like, man, I look, I'm going to look back at at this and say, man, this is going to be a great teaching moment in 20 years when I can, you know, I can look back and tell some kids if they are whatever, whatever they're struggling with, I can sit back and and talk to them about, Hey, this is what I did to push through. You know, this is what I kept creating. And, uh, I think it's just, it's a great, you know, Everything that we document is, is going to be saved, right? So you're going to be able to look back at it in 30 years. I mean, that's so cool to think about, and that's going, to be, <laughs> that's going to be crazy. Like, I'm going to be able to pull up my tweets in front of my grandchildren, like, if Twitter's still a thing. But, like, you know, like, there's probably going to be a million other apps. But, yeah. like, I'm going to be able to do that. If that's still the thing and my grandchildren are on Twitter, I'm going to be like, yo, check out my account from 2019. And they're going to think I'm ancient. And it's going to be awesome, you know, and, and, and they're going to be like, oh, grandpa, like you did, like you talked about business and then that's where you go from there. Like I look at it as such like a long game, man. It's such a long game. Mm-hmm. It's all about that trigger, right? It is. What, what gets people started. It is, man. It really is. Yeah. So have you, have you had more of those experiences now since you're year two in the workforce, like starting to talk to younger people and coming into that mentorship role yourself yeah i think uh it's interesting because where i'm working is i'm the new guy i'm a young guy um Mm -hmm. the people that are on my team have been there for 10 15 20 years plus so they haven't really had many new people in their team for you know for forever it's always been a a pretty tight-knit family work family um so what i'm seeing now is i'm getting a little bit of mentorship from the the experienced people um, but what I'm really seeing is like, I'm not able to mentor anybody at work, but I am able to like create content that might help somebody, um, not at my work, but just at their own work, you know, at their own yeah. career or in their own space. Um, so that's really beneficial. Um, just having that like educational piece. And that's basically why I created the podcast is like interview people like you interview people like, um, you know, other friends and family members, anything, you know, anybody that has some sort of value to say or, or some sort of uh, piece that they want to educate someone on. I think that's the whole, the whole goal. But, uh, yeah, I haven't had the chance to really like get into too much mentorship with work, but I have been, had the chance to learn a lot from the people who have been there for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I agree with you, but both of us did a, a recent job switch and, uh, just being able to, even that in, in itself, you know, mentoring people through that, like what what I've gone through, what what you did in the job change, you know, all of that is just experience. And I think people value experience because I, you know, unfortunately, I don't see a lot of people reading anymore. Which you know, uh, I read a lot, but yeah. you know, people don't, you know. But people do value like personal experience. And I yeah, think that's cool. If well, more people are able to share that. Yeah, man, I totally agree. I I think that 
for example, I know many people, not many, but a lot of people who got out of college, got a career, got a job and were, um, you know, not happy with it and made a change, but they just had to go through it and learn themselves. Like they didn't have anybody tell them like, you know, this is what I would avoid. This is what I would say. This is how to not burn a bridge. I think that's like a great piece of content that both of us can create is something along the lines of like, you know, this is what I would do to stay away or this is what I would do to make sure that you're not burning a bridge. Like, you know, everybody's going to go through a job change at some point. It might not be in your first year like both of us did, but it is, uh, you know, someone at some point is going to go through a job change and to have something that they can turn to or some sort of advice to look at would be super beneficial. So. I guess my question is like, you know, when you made the job switch, did you take a step back and say, you know, what is it that I exactly want to do? Like, what did your process look like? Oh, yeah, good question, man. And uh, I guess I, I like to do vision casting a lot, right? Okay. So uh, just reflecting on what, what has happened, what, what where do I want to be when I'm whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So what do the question I first asked myself is, all right, let's pivot. Where do I want to be in my career? What do I want to, my career to be in? Because I'm still young. I have a lot of moves to make, right? So yeah. if I can start building up my base for set goal, I can possibly get there. And that's where recruiting came in, right? I've never done recruiting like, in my life. Um, well, let's, let me take that back. I've done recruiting, but it's transferable skills, right? I've never had the title as recruiter. Okay. So... That's something I enjoy, man. Uh, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy creating an experience for people and and helping people. And recruiting, you get all three of those of uh, three of those points done, right? You help somebody get a new job. Um, you help create a good experience during the interview process, and you know you just, you just keep helping them along the road. So, recruiting was where I saw that light for me, and so where that can also help my. I guess that, that synergy piece I talked about earlier yeah. helped my alignment because that's just more people I'm connecting with, more network events I'm going to, and all that stuff funnels in together because they see my, my LinkedIn and they always ask, so you're the founder of the Millennial Walk. What's that? You know, All that intertwines with each other. Yeah. And I think this is my road, right? Yeah, man. It's all connected. It's all connected. Yes. And that's that's the joy of like putting it all together. You can You can look at things and say, you know, hey, I am doing something, I'm working, you know, my regular day job, but then when I go home, I'm also working um, on something that's going to benefit my day job and benefit my career. And then, like you just said, if it's all intertwined, it, it's going to be like a one-two punch and it's a question that somebody can ask you and then you can go into it. And that's perfect. That is like, mm-hmm. that is exactly what you need to do. So that's awesome. And because that's that was my question to you, because like I went through the change because I just thought that I could have found it. I think I did find a better opportunity for my career mm-hmm. and that's why I made the change. But it for you, it seems like it was like, Hey, I had never even thought of this, but this career kind of like after some research, you know, is that kind of how it was? Like you did some research and then looked at it as like, man, this is something that I have a lot of skills that I can bring to the table here. Exactly. It's like, so we have we have Google, we have everything. Um, I actually did a personality test, right? So I think that's a good way to start because uh, you, you know your course, you know your stuff. It's kind of on paper. Which one did you do? So I did the, uh, the what is it called? It's, we did it actually with, uh, um, during training, uh, the Myers-Briggs. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, 
that's the one I did. But in, and it really gives them the detail, personality types, what jobs will fit, right? So it gave me a list of jobs that I'll be good at. It had like PR, had recruiting, had a whole bunch of things, and those things seemed in my wheelhouse. Those seemed like they're in my wheelhouse. Yeah. So just just doing that research and kind of uh, what I actually did was uh, I reached out to a lot of people on LinkedIn, right? So. Uh, recruiters that came up when I typed in recruiters, I sent them a message and said, "Hey, I'm looking into and looking into getting into the uh, recruiting space. What feed? Well, not feedback, but what uh, insight can you give me? Right? That was probably the biggest thing that made me pull the trigger on yeah. what I wanted to uh, interview for. Right? Because they say, "Hey, this is what we do. This is like how we get the get the job done. This is what I'm doing now, and this is where I started. Oh, and I kind of resonated with that, you know." Yeah. So you went out to them and you had the chance to like ask them and kind of sell, like have them sell you or give you the benefits and, and the research from a firsthand perspective. And that's super beneficial because, I mean, there's no better source than someone who's actually in it. Right. Exactly. And I and I think this is something that people should do more often, you know, yeah. especially people that are looking for a job. Uh, you can always just apply. But I believe you make a bigger impact when you ask for an inter- informational interview. Right. And so that's not an interview to be hired. You're asking them questions about the career, right? That's, that's powerful, know, man. Yeah, now they know you're curious. Now they know that you're passionate about it. And so usually those turn into people down the road that will be making those hiring decisions. I'm like, hey, yeah, I remember you. And then you get that opportunity, right? That's interesting. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I mean – it's being proactive, right? I mean, you're being, you're looking at a situation and saying, I mean, I do need to know in more information, so I might as well ask someone who's going to be in it. You know, that's that's awesome. I'm glad that that's a really good piece of advice for anybody listening to this. That is you looking at a situation that you're in and trying to make the most informed decision. So, you know, using all of your sources and all of the, you know, different mediums out there to find the right people to ask the right questions. That's that's what uh, this social media thing is about, man. It's like the connection, the community. Yeah, let's use it, man. Yeah, you might as well use it for good, right? You might as well. Like, there's only so many puppy videos out there, man. Like you, like exactly, you might as well use man. it to find a, a job. <laughs> hey, now, now it's the uh, the face app, right? The old people. Yeah, face that thing's big. <laughs> that thing's crazy. Everybody's talking like, oh, you got all your data's been hacked. Like your personal information's been hacked. All that stuff's been nuts this past like past two days. That's just, man, there's a story like that. It's going to happen next week, too. I'm telling you. At least once a month. There's a, at least once a month, there's a story that something crazy happened. Everybody pops. Something like that's nuts. And that's where I'm like, man, I look at it like one day, one month. I don't know when. But you're going to be like, Millennial Walk's going to just pop. And next thing you know, you're going to have like 250,000 followers. It's going to be nuts. Right. Like, that's what's going to happen. Like, or one day, like, you're going to, you know, write a blog or have a podcast that a hundred thousand people download like it's, it's gonna catch wind one way or another. it's gonna happen like it might be when you're 65 but i mean it it'll happen like it will if you just continually put it out like you're gonna say something one day it's gonna resonate with a hundred thousand plus people and uh that's the whole goal of it right yeah man we have so much time i actually uh was at a networking event last week where we did this cool exercise. So he gave us a uh, tape measure. And so he, he had us look at the centimeter side and said, circle your age. So I'm 24, so circle 24. Yeah. And then he said, circle the age that you want to live to. So I said 100. That's 100 my age too, man. I said triple digits, then I'm out. 
yeah, dude. Like you know, like there, there's nothing else you can really accomplish. I feel like that's a when good you're, life. When you're 100, yeah, that's a that's a long life and a great life. Yeah. So, uh, but then what he had us do, he had us cut off the the two ends, right? So there's people with different age ranges. Some people were 30, some people were in their 50s. So we all had a different length of paper, right? Yep. But at the end of the message, he said, "Hey, so look at this." This is how much time you have left to accomplish what you want to accomplish. That's a good, great know? perspective, man. Great perspective. Exactly. Sometimes we feel like we got to do it now. Sometimes we're like, hey, we want to get this done right now. But we have so many years to do what we want to do or do what we need to do. Yep. We just got to be patient. Yeah, you do. You do. That's funny because I, I had that same thought today. I saw something on uh, The Onion. You know The Onion, like the, the satirical yeah. newspaper thing? It said, yeah. uh, like, Young podcaster quits after two episodes because he didn't secure a hundred thousand dollar advertising sponsorship. You know, and it's like wow. that's that's it's funny, it's satirical, but it's so true. Like yep. you know, you can easily quit just because. Like if you don't, if you have that goal of like, hey, my goal is to create this so I can monetize it, and it, you don't hit it, that's when you're gonna fall. That's when you're gonna hit a brick wall and not keep going. Like mm-hmm. you're going to, you could be digging down. Like you could be, you know, the, the gold could be 200 feet down and you're down to 195 feet and you can quit and turn around. Like, you, exactly. could be, you know what I'm saying? Like you can be so close. Yeah. Exactly. So. And it, yeah. That, that, that's a good outlook, man. And, and too, unfortunately too many people are like that. And that's the purpose I think of both of us and creating the content that we're creating. Right. Change yeah. that narrative. Yeah. Change that narrative, man. You got time. We're gonna, yep. we're gonna, all of us are gonna live to a hundred. Yep, like, we're all I mean, gonna do something big, man. You just yeah. gotta work for it. You do. Everybody's you do. capable of it. It takes time. It takes, I mean, it takes grinding away. Like, it takes, you know, like you said, your day job's gonna take away a lot of your time, but you still got plenty of hours in the week. If you yep. can just put, you know, keep, plant some seeds, water those seeds, take care of those seeds, make sure that they're getting enough sunlight, like, one, one day it's gonna pop, like I said, so. You know, that's the way I look at it, man. I'm excited to be uh, on this and talking with you. It's been really good. Really good talk. It's been great, man. It's been it's been cool having a... I, I don't know. I like when my, my friend group is all trying to do something in the entrepreneur space. It's a good feeling. It's another. good to see it. It's really good to see it. Man, I like seeing that so much more than my friends like going out on a Friday night. Exactly. It's like, man, if I see a kid grinding, if I see a kid grinding, I'm like, good for you, man. You just give him, give him the silent clap. He doesn't know you're clapping. He doesn't. Man. He doesn't, man. He doesn't, but he knows that I'm cheering him on deep in my heart. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it goes, man. Well, sir. All right, man. That's awesome. That's really good, man. I'm glad that we got the chance to do this. It's exciting. And uh, I definitely, uh, I, I don't know what the creative variable are. Are, are you going to, because you're on Twitter only right now, right? Uh, with well, I'm just posting everything from my personal account, so I don't have any um, like branded creative variable accounts. Um, so if anybody like wants to follow along, it would just be under Nathan Winnie on any platform. Just search my name. Um, I'm gonna probably get into more of that branded stuff, but right now I'm just trying to do like it's a it's a personal brand basically. So that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. So if you'd like to, if anybody wants to follow along, that's the way to do it. I mean, I want to I want to put you out there uh, on the millennial walk again, man, because uh, I think more people need to listen to stuff like this. They do, um, and not and not fill their 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 mind with uh, the. Um, I see. There's a YouTuber that I recently started watching, Mr. Beast. 
I love what he's doing. Yeah, he's awesome. He's the guy that uh that like you know does like challenges and like donates money and stuff. He just be giving out money to everybody. Dude, that's awesome. Like that's, that's awesome. That's well, because like I'm sure he's got a ton. So like, what's he gonna do with it all, right? Exactly. Yeah, I, I love stuff like that, but like all the the like I don't know, stay in the water for twenty four hours. That's just that's just a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Just fill your mind up with something that's gonna be valuable in the end. Yeah, man. Like it's it's that whole balance, everything in moderation. Like you know, if you're spending, like I can watch Stranger Things, the brand new season, all in one weekend. But I could also like just break it down and listen to some podcasts, read a book, watch a couple episodes, and then go to work. You know, it's it's all about having that moderation and everything you, you gotta do. Do both, man. Just don't do it's too much of one thing will kill you. It will, man. It really will. It'll kill you. It'll kill. Or it'll set you back. Like it'll set you back, and you won't reach your goals as soon as you want to. You know. Exactly. That's that's a good way to look at it. Well, that's the end of this episode. So once again, I just want to thank you all for your patience. And thank you for uh, listening to this raw, unedited version. Um, this was a really fun thing to do with Nate. And I know that we're going to have many more conversations that are like this, so stay tuned. So once again, follow Nate at nwinnie18 on Instagram. Then also follow his Creative Variable page at creativevariable.com. But don't forget to follow the Millennial Walk at the Millennial Walk on Instagram and Millennial Walk on Twitter. And you can always reach us on our website at themillennialwalk.org. So thank you guys again for listening and can't wait for the next episode.